This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. All right, let's go ahead as we go into the message of the day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless your holy name. We worship, we glorify you. Thank you for because our word declares that we are two or three are gathered together in your name. There will it be. There is no doubt that you're already here ahead of time before us. And we thank you, Lord, for what you said to do this morning through that word. Bless that word. Bless your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The message is titled, Bringing Back My Glory. Hello. Bringing Back My Glory. And we're taking a message from the book of Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43. I will read from verses 1 to 7. But now, Paul said, the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. Tell them about fear not. Fear not. For our Redeemer is very much around. Yes. He said, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. We are his property. We belong to him. Did you create yourself? You didn't create yourself. What you are wearing belongs to who? Yes. Generally belongs to God. But when you go and purchase something, it becomes your own. Amen? That is how you belong to God. You are God's property. He purchased you. You say, I have redeemed you. He has redeemed us. So we are his property. Say, fear not. You must know who you are in the law for you to overcome the devil. Hello? Look at that verse 1 again. But now, thus said the Lord that created thee, that did what? Created, we are his creation. He created us. Oh, Jacob. And he that formed thee, he formed us. Oh, Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I created you, I formed you, I redeemed you. I not only redeemed you, I called you after my name. You belong to me. The problem we have in this world is that if you want to build a house, you do first of all do what? Count the costs. Most people go to battle without knowing the strength of the enemies. You become a failure. If you go to battle without knowing the strength of your enemies, they will surprise you and mess you up. You must know the strength of your enemies. You must know what you have. You must know whether you have to buy more equipment so that you'll be able to counter, to overcome, to defeat them. Hello? If you don't know the strength of your enemies, you'll be a defeated fool. you become your own greatest enemy. If you don't know who you are in the Lord, the enemy will mess you up. Yes. You must know your strengths. You must know who you are in the Lord. You must know that no situation can mess you around. If anything comes your way, it's just a passing face in your life. Now I say, know you know that you are of God. You are not of the devil. You are not of the animals. You are not of anything. Say, you are of God. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You must know who you are in this battle against the enemy. You must know who you are. You must know what the word of God is talking about you. That you are an overcomer. You must know that the word of God says you are more than conqueror. No matter the situation, you doesn't want to know. But he has already declared that you are the winner even before beginning the battle. That you are more than conqueror. That means any situation that comes your way, you are equipped. So much has been 
put in you by the Lord for you to overcome. Amen. He said, you're more than a conqueror. He said, behold, I give you the power to throw upon what? Serpents and scorpions. And over all the powers. He didn't say some power. He said, all the powers. And nothing shall by enemies hurt you. He said, don't you know you're a defense city? A brazen war. An iron pillar. A fortified city. That even when they rise up against you, they will never prevail. Yes. You must equip yourself before you step out of battle with the enemy. Yes. And you must tell yourself, no surrender, no retreat. Yes in this battle. The problem most people have is that we see the enemy as giant and we are the grasshoppers. Because enemy can come like a flood. Yes? Overwhelming flood. When the enemy comes like a flood, he can come like a flood. But you forget that God can dry up that flood. Because the Red Sea turned to a highway for the Israelites to pass through. Is there any flood greater than the Red Sea? Do you know the height of the Red Sea? But God turned it to a highway. You see, even if it's great, you say, when the enemy comes like a flood, I will raise up a standard. That means you're unstoppable. You say, I have formed you, I've created you, I've redeemed you, I call you by my name, that you are mine. Yes, Situations are not supposed to make you change your mind about your God. Situations are not supposed to make you change your mind about yourself. Yes, because if they were supposed to change people's mind, Joseph wouldn't have been a governor in Egypt. David wouldn't have been a, a king in Israel. Yes, situations are passing face in our life. They come, they go. You are the landlord. Every situation is a tenant. Yes, the parent, they go. Yes, you reject them when you want to quit them. You are the landlord. That verse 1. He created you. Write it down, Yajata. You are his creation. He that formed you, he formed you. Then he said, Fear not. You are not supposed to dwell in fear at all. Fear is not your portion. Because he knows that is what the enemy uses. The first bullet of the enemy is fear. The first bullet is fear. That's how each time the Lord enters anybody's side, say, Peace be unto what? This home. This house. Peace. He neutralizes the fear. First thing Jesus does in your is to neutralize fear and gives you peace. He takes away the fear. He puts peace. Immediately, the devil stole the authority from Adam. The first thing he released was fear. When God called him, Adam, where are you? He said, I heard your voice and I was afraid. And I went to hide myself. It's the same system. Devil does not change his system. He can change color, but he does not change system. Same system. That's why he's still using today. Fiano, I have redeemed you. I have repurchased you. You are mine. Because you are mine. I have called you by thy name. I gave you that name. You belong to me. You are my son. I called you my son. Because you belong to me. You are mine. Verse 2. When thou passeth through the waters, I will be with thee. So they passed through Red Sea. He was with them. They were crying. Hey, Moses, you brought us out here. How are we going to pass? He said, don't worry. I'm with you. Two spies entered into Jericho to go and check out the land. They came back. They said, of your truth, that land is flowing with milk and what? Honey. God said that is true. But God lied though. What God lied is that those we didn't tell us they are giants. And we are like grasshoppers in their sides. Enemy will want you to believe that you are a grasshopper. That you can never overcome. That's what the enemy wants you to do. But you do not understand 
there is something in you which the enemy does not know you have. There is something in you which you don't even know that you have. If you hold on to God, he will activate it. Moses said, I can't speak. God said, you can speak. I must tell him, I can't do that assignment. He said, you can do it. He said, do you know who Pharaoh is? He said, I created Pharaoh. He said, I will make you a God. I appointed your elder brother a spokesman. So before Pharaoh, Moses won't talk. Aaron will be the one talking. You need to be a man of authority for you to have a spokesman. God is a man of authority. That's why he has so many spokesmen all over the world. And spokeswomen. When it was time for science and water, he dropped the rod. And something happened. They said, truly, it's God. And he wants you to believe. He does not want you to know who you are. So he plans fear. Oh, Ananias. God said, go to that house. That street. You will see Saul. Pray for him, you will receive his sight. He said, Lord, who are you sending me to? Saul. That pescuit and kills. That kill James. That is always masquerading. And, and he said me to him. Because you don't know who Saul is. The Lord said, I created Saul. I know. I know where to press the button. And Saul will become paralyzed. I know where to press the button. He become a dead person. I've already pressed that button. Most of us do not know that the battle we think we still have has been fought by the Lord and victory is already ours. This is true. This is my thought. Was a lion. Was a blind man. He did like this. He can't see me. They are powerful man. All powerful soul. Cannot even talk. Can't even see me. Ibo man said, When a lion has a broken leg, any kind of animal can come to say, you are owing me. Give me back my money. But if he doesn't have a broken leg, come and ask him for that. So he, you will become his dinner or lunch. They realize that God can turn anybody to vegetable. Twelve fires went and they said, they said we are like grasshoppers. But in actual fact, it was those people, people of Jericho, that we are like grasshoppers. If the children of Israel did not take that step of faith based on the testimony of Joshua and Caleb, if they hadn't moved forward, they would have been held by fear. We can't enter there. Our giants, we are like grasshoppers. But when they took the step of faith, they entered. They realized that those people were the grasshoppers because those people never fired a shot. They were hiding under their beds. They locked up their gates. They sealed everywhere. And children say, move from seven, seven days. Not even one bullet was fired against them. Until the seventh day, the war was fair. And they took over the you will now realize that those are the people who were the grasshoppers. Why the children of Israel were the giants. But the enemy was put in their mind that they were the grasshoppers. You must reject! Yes, sir. That evil fear the enemy is putting in you. Sicknesses. I don't have money. House strength. This and that. You won't have rest. It's a lie. It's just denying you peace. No matter what they do, they can never chase you out of the house. No matter what the enemy does, you will pay your bills. How it happened is not your business. It's God's business. On the nature, you only need to walk by faith. In the supernatural, the host of heaven will sort out what needs to be sorted out about you. Karahoma here. When that passes through the waters, verse 2, I will be with thee. No matter the situation, say he will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned. Misha Sherakabani no go. They pass through their fire. They pass through the raw fire. 
what kind of fire are you passing through? He said, have you forgotten that you belong to him? No father watches and sees his sons being destroyed. Except he's a rebellious child. That the father will say, stay in my compound. Don't go. I say, no, I must go out. If you got anything happens to you, you're over. But as long as you stay under the covering of your father, no weapon fashion against you will prosper. It's another shady flame kindled like one day. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I'm thy God and thy Savior. I give Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. That verses 3 and 4 is very important. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable. I have loved thee, therefore will I give men for thee and people for their life. He said, I give Egypt for thy ransom. And he said, since since that was pressure in my side, that has been honorable and I have loved it. Therefore, I will give men for thee and people for thy life. That means Egypt said they will not allow you to go. He said, I have to kill for the sake of my children. And God is telling you that anybody that has sworn they will not let you go, that he, God, will kill for your sake. Yeah. Because you are honorable unto him. You are honorable. He said, anything that stands on the way will turn to ransom. He will waste that thing. Five, fear not for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up. To the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. There is somebody God is talking to this morning. If you read that, you see north, south, east, and west. God, God is talking to you that even you are blessed, whether they are scattered to the north, south, east, and west. They will overturn, 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 overturn and locate you from today. He said, we begin to speak to north, south, east, and west. They should begin to gather and bring back what belongs to you. Seven. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my what? Glory. We are created for his glory. I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. We are created for his glory. But the problem today is that man has decided to usurp the glory of God. Man has decided to take the glory of God. God creates man. And man these days said, I don't want to be like man. I want to be like woman. He created. Mm-mm. God, you made a mistake by creating me like man. So I need to braid my hair. I need to put necklaces, even though I'm a man. I need to put makeup, even though I'm a man. I need to allow another man to marry me, even though I'm a man. We don't want to be who God has made us to be. We want to recreate ourselves. We want to reform ourselves. Recreation is going on. That is the rejection of the glory of God. God will deliver us. Amen. I have formed thee for my glory. I made the wise man rejecting his glory. Wise man sharing his glory. Towards the end, evil will increase. Evil has indeed increased. Things that are righteous are being seen as things that are bad. Things that are unrighteous are being things that are being accepted. If you come unrighteous, they condemn you and send you to prison. But if you're unrighteous, yes, that is the end thing. You see, white, you must call it black. And black becomes white. Isaiah 42, verses 8 to 9. I am the Lord, that is my name. And my glory will I not give to another. Neither my praise to graven images. Isaiah 2 verse 8 to 9. Behold, the former things are come to pass, and new things do I declare. 
before they spring forth, I'll tell you of them. God is not ready to share his glory because God is ready to restore his glory. Nobody can share or take the glory of God. What is glory? Glory is a symbol of great beauty or splendor that is so overwhelming and considered to be very powerful. Symbol of great beauty or splendor that is so overwhelming that is considered to be very powerful. In our relationship with God, the glory of God is beyond human description. Try as much as we can. We can describe his glory. His glory is so overwhelming in great beauty with his endowment of praises, worship, adoration, in total reverence to our creator. The glory of God can be behold spiritually. It can be felt through his presence. When you feel his glory, he places you in the state of or quality of being glorious. You begin to feel unusual things happening to you which you can't even explain. The glory of God is based his character, his presence, his attributes, his qualities, his actions that makes us to see him as the only one worthy of receiving our praises, worship, and adoration. Through his glory, we're able to appreciate his praiseworthy, excellent, illustrious, and inspiring, admirable works in our lives as his glorious deeds. He cannot manifest his glory through a splendid or bright shining personality or shining objects. Can just appear and you see a shining presence that you cannot even look at. To the children of Israel, he will reveal his glory maybe as a cloud of fire, as a pillar of fire. To Moses as a burning bush, as a thick cloud or smoke, he could equally manifest his glory as a shining personality which can be considered 100% brighter than sun. So through his deeds, through his actions and outpouring of his blessings upon us, we advise not to share his glory with him, but to give him back his glory. How do we give them back to him? Through our words of appreciation, through being grateful, through thanksgivings, through praises, and reverencing him. Look at Isaiah chapter 6 verse 3. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Come with you to the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 14. Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 14. It said, For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. He wants the earth to be filled with the knowledge of his what? Glory. He wants us to know him. His glory carries everything about him. When the Lord created heaven and earth, he proposed to fill the earth with his glory. In Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14, God had proposed for the whole earth to be filled with his glory. When he created Adam and Eve, he filled the whole earth with his glory. Everything obeyed him, 100% express submission. So we see that just the way the heaven, where he says he's filled with his glory, God equally had the same plan for the earth to be filled with his glory. And I pray that one day this divine will of God must surely come to pass. Amen. When God created Adam and Eve, 
they defied the glory God had put in place and the devil manifested his commission. So the first thing the devil did was to lie. Seed of the seed through lying. Seed of lying. Sin of lying was activated by the serpent which he used to deceive Adam and Eve. After that, seed of fear was planted by the same devil when Adam and Eve had to hide themselves from God. After that, seed of murder was planted when Cain murdered Eben. Within that time, stronghold of course came upon man, when God placed curse upon the serpent, upon man, upon the earth, upon the woman, upon the ground. So demonic manifestations hindered the glory from taking over the earth. When God felt bad, he closed that chapter and he used Noah to begin a new chapter. From Syria, he picked Abraham from Abraham's seed, he established a special covenant with the children of Jacob. Come with him to Exodus chapter 19. He established a special seed covenant with the children of Jacob. Exodus chapter 19, from verse 3. And Moses went up unto God, and the Lord called unto him out of the mountain, saying, Touch said to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel. You have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, and how I bear you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. So them said, you people have seen what I did in Egypt. Any who fight any battle there? It was God that did the fight. Moses was to speak the word, God will do what he wants to do. Nobody were fired by the children of Israel. He said, I brought you out on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. Why does God always mention the eagles? He's fearless, the king of all birds. Only bird that flies higher than other birds. Hello? So in everything, God uses the best. Because it's number one. That's why he say you saw like the what? Eagles. Number five. None therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar what? Treasure unto me above all people. All the earth is mine. But I want to make people special people. Peculiar, different. If people walk in obedience. And you shall be unto me a kingdom of what? Priests. And holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. You shall be unto me a kingdom of priests. And Moses came, verse 7, and called for the elders of the people. And laid before their faces all these words which the Lord commanded him. And all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses returned the words of the people unto the Lord. God needed to have his own people. He wanted them to know who he is and what is expected of them. You and I are the people God is going to restore his glory. Amen. agreement, shout hallelujah. The world has rejected Christ. The church is operating in isolation of the owner and founder who is Jesus Christ. Jesus has been rejected. They run their own program. They don't ask for his direction. They do things the way they want to do it. What is in the world is not in the church because Jesus has been retired from churches. When the church cannot come out as a light, darkness will keep on increasing in the world. That is why evil is increasing because the light is not shining bright enough to counter the darkness. Any day 
daylight refuses to come out by 6.37, darkness will continue. 6.37 in the morning, if there is no daylight, darkness will continue. The light from the church is dimming. So darkness is increasing. The glory has been stolen. God said, I must take by my glory. Because God has spoken once. And to us have I had it. The upper belongs to God. And what God says about you and I is final. We are going to bring back his glory to the body of Christ. We are going to bring back his glory to a dying world. We are called to bring back his glory to the church. If you are willing to carry this divine assignment, will you shout hallelujah? And that accounts for why God is raising men and women for this divine commission. And that bringing back his glory to the earth, to the body of Christ and to the church, not the word of the world, but according to his leading. Let us look at what God has for somebody now in Jeremiah chapter 1. The Lord is good. Jeremiah chapter 1, I'm reading from verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. Before we were formed in our mother's womb, he said he knew us. And before we came forth out of the, the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. We are ordained, we are anointed for special tasks on earth. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, I cannot speak for I'm a child. <laughs> Jeremiah was saying, I cannot speak. Oh. This is something you want me to do. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I'm just but a child. But Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Don't say you're a child. We told Jeremiah, make yourself available. That's the only thing I want. David said, before I was formed, you have written everything about me in your book. So wherever you go, in the darkest of darkness, he is dear. Anywhere in the air that I see, he is dear. And Jeremiah, he says, speak the word. Eight. He said, be not afraid. Be not what? Afraid of their faces. For I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the condoms to root out, to pull them, to destroy, to throw them, to build, and to what? Plants. He commissioned Jeremiah. The simple that was, I can't, he said, No, no, you can do it. Verses 17 to 19. Thou therefore guide up thy loins. And arise and speak unto them all that I command thee. Be not dismayed at their faces, lest I confirm thee before them. For behold, I have made thee this day a defense word, city, an iron pillar, a brazen wall against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against the princes thereof, against the priests thereof, and against the people of the land. Yes. He said, The land will come against you. The people will come against you. The kings, the princes, the masses, they will come against you. Verse 19. And they shall fight against thee, but they shall not prevail against thee. For I'm with thee, said the Lord, to deliver thee. The Lord is good. The Lord will always be with us. We have no reason to be afraid. You are empowered for great success to arise and shine and excel. Amen. Number two, every commission has a challenger. Every commission by God has a challenger. Any assignment God gives to you must be challenged. The commission given to Adam and Eve was challenged by Satan. 
when Lord Jesus Christ came his own, another challenger came, the same Satan, to tempt him. Before then, Herod came. And because of Jesus Christ, every child, thousands of children were murdered from the age of two downward. During the time of Moses, Pharaoh gave instruction, any male child, key, west. But because Moses was a covenant child, there was no killing Moses. Every plot to stop them failed. In David's mission, there was a challenger. Every mission has a challenger. Because all that the Lord used, he made great. And overcame every challenge enemy brought their way. That's why today I prophesy that every destroyer after your life will fall for your sake. Amen. Every trap of untimely death will be challenged by God's divine escape for you. Amen. The Lord is good. Number two, waiting upon the Lord for divine direction and manifestation is mandatory. Waiting upon the Lord for divine direction and manifestation is very, very important. Prophet Samuel told Saul to wait at Gagar. Saul actually waited. He met him there. He was anointed. But when he became king, spirit of I have arrived, setting. This time he was told again to wait. He refused to wait. He was not king. It's not every other I must obey. It was spirit of pride that destroyed Saul. He couldn't wait upon the Lord the way he used to wait. Obedience to God and those in authority over you will be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Number three. A child of divine commission is beyond human and spiritual destruction. When God commissions you, you are ordained spiritually for long life, great success, and your place beyond human and spiritual destruction. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good and healing those that oppressed the devil for God was with him. God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth so no power could kill him. Psalm 89 verse 3 says, I have found David the son of Jesse with my holy oil have I anointed him. He anointed David no power could kill him. As long as God was with Jesus, the devil couldn't destroy him. As long as the Lord was with the Hebrews in Egypt, Pharaoh couldn't stop or destroy them. As long as God was with David and Moses, no power could kill or stop them. Every power sign to stop you will die for your sake in Jesus' name. Amen. He said, little one shall become a thousand and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his own time. Because God has ordained this program to bless his children. He said, I work with them that make themselves available. With those who are willing to serve in spirit and truth. He is not interested in our capabilities, but he is the giver of talents. As you walk in obedience and serving, he will prosper you beyond human imagination. Amen. To walk and to build for him. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. There are three parts there. Seek first his what? Kingdom. Seeking did not say get his kingdom. It says seek means you must make sacrifice. Seek. It's not easy, must I love those that love me and those that seek me early. It's not easy to wake up in the morning to praise God. I say, those that seek me, it's a sacrifice. You must wake to deny yourself sleep. It's not an easy something. Seeking for the kingdom of God, there's a sacrifice that goes with it. There'll be challenges. Challenges will come, storm will come, barriers will come. But you must stand and you must do it in what? Righteousness. Seek for the kingdom of God and his what? Then the third part, the provision for the vision will not come. Provision do not come before the vision. 
The people of the world can give you provision before vision. But your faith in the kingdom of God activates your provision. You seek first, there must be sacrifices. You must go through situation. Go on through all the great men of God God has used. They went through situation before the provision came. You do it in righteousness, no matter the situation, stand in righteousness. Then the provision now will come. And when it comes, you must give God the glory. Don't forget your foundation. Every river that forget its source will dry up. Don't say I've arrived. It's very, very important. That's the mistake that many people do. So they rebelled against Moses and judgment came. Nobody here will be judged. Amen. He said, as many as walk in obedience will be mightily blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. The children of Israel rejected his voice. He said, I want to make them peculiar people. All of a sudden, they said, no, I don't want you to lead us. Again. We want king like the other people. And he said, Samuel, give them king. If they want king, they rejected him. Today, the world has rejected the Lord. Man will always want attachment. Will always want something different from what God has given to him. So God is said to bring back the glory. As long as Peter focused on Christ, he didn't see the storm. He walked on the water. He did signs and wonders. Problems had to bow. But when he lost focus and focused on the storm, he couldn't see Jesus again. He saw multiple problems. You will see no storm except Jesus Christ. Storms will come. But they will never locate you. Amen. Storms come to steal and to destroy. They come to uproot. Devil comes like a storm, comes like a roaring lion. Storms in form of weaknesses, weariness, slumber, nonchalant attitude, fear, unbelief, and doubt. They will never be a portion in Jesus' name. Amen. God's purpose for you will be accomplished. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. Whatever you are, if you are not giving your life to, to Christ, we'll have time right now for you to talk to the Lord. Wonderful opportunity for you to give your life to Christ. And for those of us who are already born again, but in different ways we are, I want us to begin to talk to the Lord. In all areas we offended him, we ask for mercy. We ask for mercy. I've made you too small in my eyes. Lord, forgive me for falling short of the glory. For the word of God declares that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. For those of us who have not given their life to Christ, this wonderful opportunity to come back to him. Just talk to him, Lord, receive me as I offer my spirit, soul, mind back unto you. I repent for not recognizing you all this way, for making you small in my eyes. But now, I recognize I have gone wrong and I have come unto you, Lord. Reposition me unto your kingdom. And for those of us who are already born again, talk to the Lord. In different ways we sin. In words, in actions, in thoughts. Oh yes, Lord. Lord, we bless you. We worship, we thank you for your precious blood that has redeemed us, repositioned us. Your precious blood that has cleared away our sins and brought us back into your kingdom of life. Thank you for your precious blood that has repositioned our lives and destinies. Those of us who we are not in your kingdom has now been welcomed and received into your kingdom. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate. 
off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call plus 234-703-668-7445. May God richly bless you.